Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and we have the man himself. I was just talking to uh, Bart Hall, whose father started the Fred Hall Show. His name is Fred, of course. And at the time that that started, Bart, I didn't realize you were that old, Bart. <laughs> well, I am. <laughs> you, know, you are. But anyway, apparently you were, a, you know, a, a, a baby in, um, you know, swaddling blankets and stuff when when your dad started the Hall Show, and that was uh, when in nineteen. What was you say? Was forty five, forty six? I was born uh, June of nineteen forty five, and the first show was in April of nineteen forty six. Wow! So it was ten months after I was born, and. Uh, and that it was started at the Gilmore Stadium, and then wow. it uh, moved a few years later to the Pan Pacific Auditorium. Then it moved from there to the Great Western Exhibit Center, uh, which was uh, torn down, and so were the other two things torn down. And then it was moved to the Sports Arena, LA Sports Arena, and now that was torn down. And then it's at the uh, Long Beach Convention Center. The oh, Long wow. Beach Convention Center is hoping that we don't leave, otherwise I'll have to tear it down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Boy, you are old. I didn't. Well, you would. You would have surprised me. I thought you were like mm-hmm. maybe in your, you know, mid late fifties. Well, thank you very much. But I'm 71 and uh, happy to be here. Yeah, well, you know, I remember when 50 was old. Now 71 is is young. Well, look at me, but you know, older you never know. I am. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Grace. I said, I'm just glad you're both older than I am. That makes me feel young. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, Gris. Uh, you may be getting older, but you'll never be as old as I am. No, and I'm <laughs> grateful for that. <laughs> But uh, anyway, Bart, I don't I don't mean to kind of catch you off guard or throw you around, but you've been in this business for a while, obviously. Yeah, my whole life. And things have changed, you know, mostly gradually over the, you know, the decades. But it seems to me that uh, the, you know, just like the communications and media and everything else, uh, things are starting to speed up. It's almost like at the speed of light and changing. Now, in the... The um, uh, industry that we're talking about, which is basically the outdoors, you know, you're billed mostly as a fishing and boating show. But, you know, of course, you cover the whole the whole thing. But would you mind commenting on some of the changes and things that you've seen in the last maybe say the last 10 years and what you see, what's different from the last few years and what's coming up? Well, it's uh, that's a very big question that it is. probably takes a very long time to answer. But I'll yeah. give you a, a, kind of a roundabout answer is that, you know, at the Fred Hall shows, every one of us who works here is an avid sportsman or, or mm-hmm. hunters and we're fishers. Right. Uh, we've spent our lives on boats. Mm-hmm. And um, what we feel is that it, it's our responsibility to promote and protect the outdoor recreation lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And my family, over the last 71 years, has spent a lot of money uh, donating things to, to charities that and to uh, nonprofit groups that help promote and protect 
hunting, fishing, and the outdoor recreation lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So we feel like if we do a good job of that, then the shows will take care of themselves. And what's changing is that young people are changing, not that, not that people our age are changing. We still pretty much, even though there's new things that are added to our repertoire, they're just added to our repertoire. But young people don't have the same uh, repertoire going in. So what they know is what they hold in their hands and their cell phones yeah. and their devices. Their yeah. devices. So it's very important that we offer an activity, the Fred Hall Shows, where families can come and children can be have fun and enjoy being with their families, talking about outdoor recreation, hunting and fishing and boating. And the one thing I do know is that if you get a child into the Fred Hall Shows, one of the first things they love to do, the dealers don't like this, but the children love <laughs> to run around on the boat. Yeah, They just think it's great. They don't know what they cost, so they get up on the boat and say, Dad, we can get this one. You know, it's yeah, right. grand. They, you know, they don't know what it costs. Yeah. But they enjoy that. And then, of course, you know, we make it so that a family can spend a whole day having fun. And yeah. we have a whole list of things I can talk about. But yeah. it's, uh, it's great. Well, what you're talking about is kind of a lifestyle, and that's it's a celebration. Basically, the Hall Show is a celebration of the outdoor lifestyle. And, yes, fishing, hunting, bow hunting, fly fishing, you know, I mean, you cover the whole thing. But it's basically a celebration of people that just, you know, you know, put down your you know, stupid uh, laptop and whatever it is and, and, and experience yourself instead of just viewing it on a screen. Well, I don't consider them stupid. I use a lot of devices. I'm pretty device savvy, and I have devices with me all day long, and I couldn't do my business without them. Well, but I, could, I have the advantage yeah. of having grown, you know, grown up uh, sleeping in a tent next mm-hmm. to a stream when I was a child. Yeah. And so this is just added whipped cream on top of the ice cream. Yeah. These, these kids, we need to get them out there, and that's what we. Yeah. That's why we have the Mammoth Lakes Kids Fish Free Trout Pond, where you know over probably over a million kids in the last seventy years have caught fish at our Wow. Show. You know we have. Uh, you know, the ultimate uh, uh, air dogs, uh, the kids love to see that. They have the water, you just being mm-hmm. around the water. They have, yeah. uh, we got the Paul Bunyan Lumberjack show. They love that. Again, that outdoor stuff. You know, we have the casting in the, uh, uh, fishing in the city, kids casting contest. They love that. We have <laughs> archery for them. We have air gun ranges. We have yeah. laser shot ranges. You know, we we make it fun for them while they're there. And we think that by doing that, yeah. uh, you know, parent, parents, of course, love it, too. We're a lot cheaper than most of the theme parks oh, yeah. in Southern California. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Gri- Grizz, I'm sure you've got, you're sitting there listening to this, and you've probably got some comments that you're trying to make or questions you'd like to ask of Bart. So go ahead. Well, the only thing I've got to say is I'm just really upset that I can't be there. Every time the Fred Hall Show, which is something, a dream come true, it's like a fisher, I guess a fisherman and a hunter is uh, would be their Disneyland. Yeah, might want exactly. To say, yeah. You know, Mark uh, or uh, Bart. Bert Hall had a vision the same as Walt Disney. Oh, yeah. Good. And uh, the vision being the same, both creating something for the whole family and fun for the whole family to get your mind off of your problem. Hmm. So that's the way I look at the Bird Hall show as, as a Disneyland, a family thing, a hunter's paradise, a fisherman's paradise, 
or voter. And I mean, it's just incredible, but I have to say, every time the Fred Hall show's open, I am so busy, I can never get there. Yeah, it's well, really we'll, sad. We'll, well, we'll, we'll figure that out. But, you know, that was some good comments, because I think that Bart would agree with you as far as, uh, you know, the uh, connotation with uh, Walt Disney and Fred Hall is creating well, something Hall for the family. Fred Hall is the same. Yeah. He's a Walt Disney guy. Yeah. I mean, he just did it in something different, but yeah. it's the same concept. Right. Bart, you the only con- bad thing about it is it should be all year round. <laughs> Bart, it can't be all year round. Unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately. But uh, it, it is. Uh, 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 Bart, uh, we've got the, the Hall Show in Long Beach coming up real quick. But we mentioned something about Bakersfield, and, of course, you got Del Mar. We've only got about less than like 30 seconds left. Can you comment on those? 30 seconds. Yes. Well, Bakersfield is a new show for us, but it's a great event for the people of Bakersfield. It's very fun. you got uh, tractor pulls and sand drags and yeah. lumberjacks. There's, and that's Bakersfield, yeah. And San Diego is uh, 41 years old, and it's one of the largest uh, fishing, boating shows in the country, and it's the largest boat show in uh, Southern California next to the, its brother in Long Beach. So. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, you know, if you're if you're in Southern California, it's a no brainer. But if you're if you're traveling to Southern California, uh, make sure that you put these on your list. Is it's uh, you know they get uh, um, something you you know it, it doesn't exist anywhere else and it's it's uh, we got to go but I think the hall show is the biggest outdoor show the second largest uh, boat show and it's it's just you know and it's what a thousand a thousand booths or thousand vendors or something like that. It's the world's largest sport fishing show and California's largest. Sport. There you go. Okay, Bart, we appreciate you uh, taking the time. I know you're busy. If you are still using a plastic hard shell cooler, things have changed for the better. AO coolers are lighter with twice the efficiency of the traditional bulky coolers. AO coolers are the best available soft-sided cooler with three-quarter inch high-density closed-cell foam insulation. They will keep ice frozen for 24 hours in hot weather. Easy to carry, less space, it fits product inside for better performance. Go to aocoolers.com to order or find a retailer available at West Marine. Did you know there's a lake in Northern California that's called the Monster Lake? It's home to some monster-sized largemouth bass and trout because they grow in this giant 10-mile lake. It'll take you 30 minutes to go from one side of the lake to the other. And it has camping, cottages, RV sites, hiking, boating, kayaking, and even horse camping. Tell them John Hennigan sent you, and they'll even give you a special gift on California parks. LakeComancheResort.com. That's LakeComancheResort.com. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. 
The road stretches for miles in front of you. And with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best-in-class 25 miles per gallon highway. So your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first-ever back-to-back motor trend truck of the year. Guts. Glory. Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 MPG highway based on V6 4x2. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. If your feet are happy, you are happy. Soft Science Supreme Comfort Outdoor Footwear will give you happy feet. Durable, lightweight, and supportive. Soft Science Footwear is designed for boating, fishing, or everyday comfort and performance. With history of highest quality, you will be proud to own this revolutionary footwear. SoftScience.com has many types and styles you need to check out. Invest in quality footwear, and you will be happy for many years. Find out why at SoftScience.com. Cutthroat, Northern Pike, Largemouth, Speckle, Trout, Dorado, Coho, Flyingfish, Walleye, Longfish, Sunfish, Codfish, Monkfish, Shark, Barracuda, Tarpon, Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and we have the world-famous... Uh, at least in his own mind. Um, <laughs> Don't start with me, John, now. You remember you're coming down here tomorrow. Okay. okay. I'm trying to behave, Grizz. It's just difficult for me. Anyway. It's been very difficult we, today, John. We do have the world-famous television producer, soon-to-be movie star, but we can't talk about that yet because that's secret information. But uh, we have uh, the Mike Ritz, a.k.a. The Grizz. And Grizz, if you don't mind, I'd like to turn this over, segment over to you, and I'd like you to introduce our guest. I'll be happy to, John, because let me tell you, not only is it a guest, it's somebody I'm very proud of, and I've been proud of for years and years and years. This special person, this honorary person that actually goes and does good work for everyone happens to be, and I'm proud to say, my sister, Julie. Wow. Julie, it's wonderful for you to be on our our radio show. Well, thank you for inviting me on. (laughs) Well, golly, you know, what you do so much for people, uh, you tell us about your dogs, what kind they are, and what do you do about, what do you do with them? Well, Grizz, can you you mind if I make a comment before Julie starts? There you go again, John, but into my show. (laughs) I know, I know, I said I'd turn it over to you, but... Uh, you know, so if you're in Texas or many parts of the world and you see a pickup truck, uh, it's either towing a, tra- a boat or it's on its way to get the boat. But in the back of the pickup truck, what do you normally find there? A dog. There you go. Now, uh, now are you done now, John? Did okay. You your uh, little thing? Are you happy about that? All right. I'm happy. Goodbye. <laughs> okay. Bye. Julie, tell us what your dogs do. Tell us, first of all, you have enormous dogs. 
Yes. And I'd like you to tell their names, how much they weigh, and their their species. Uh, Alvin is our biggest male. He's six years old, and he's a Leon Burger, and he weighs about 155 pounds. Holy smokes. I'm sorry, Grace. I wasn't supposed to talk, but 155? Yeah, you're, you're, you're quiet, John. Okay. Go ahead, yeah. Julie. I'm sorry he bothered you. And then we have his younger brother, Arlo, that is actually eight months old today, and he's about 110 pounds, and he is also a Leon Burger. And Alvin is and has been for five years a therapy dog, which is a dog that goes out into the community community and volunteers his time uh, just to make people feel better. He goes to schools, nursing homes, hospitals. Uh, we do a lot of uh, group activities. Uh, he, he helps uh, children with autism. There's just a, a wide range of things that he volunteers to do, and Arlo is in training to follow in his footsteps. Well, let me ask you a question there, little sister. You say they help. Now, saying they help, I mean, you know, I have a Labrador, and he helps me hunt. He brings me the duck back. Now, how do they help these people in need? What do they do to help them? There's just been a lot. Um, Alvin seems to have a sixth sense of knowing when people feel bad um, or if they're sad, if if they're injured. And he works with uh, children that have autism that has brought conversation out in these children. Uh, he worked with a little girl of... She was six years old at the school, and she quit talking when she was three because she had some trauma in her life. And so we were working with the school therapist with Alvin um, and teaching her how to teach Alvin tricks, and that got her talking. Um, to Alvin, you know, she'd say, sit boy, go get the ball, wave at me, all these different things that got her talking and opening up. They also are used for reading programs for children that are afraid to read out loud in the school in their in their class but they can sit one-on-one -on -one with with Alvin and read him a story and it's a completely different feeling because the kids know the dog's not going to laugh or make fun if they mess up they're just much more comfortable uh, then the other situation is in the nursing home there's people there that are lonely they don't get to see their families uh, they miss their dogs uh, just uh, many different things and the smiles uh, the, the good feels that it brings, as we call it, the warm fuzzies uh, that he brings. And the same thing with the hospital, going through the hospital and seeing that um, we just have many, many stories. We could go on for a very long time with the different stories and the things that we've seen happen with our therapy dogs. Now, let me ask you something. You do all of this work for free? Absolutely. You do not charge anything to take these beautiful dogs that are very expensive, I would imagine, right? Yes, they are. And you give this, well, this product, because it's a dog, that you paid for, that you feed, that you clean up his poop every day for. <laughs> and you give this, what well, can you imagine, a dog that big, John, how much he eats? I don't want to hear about it, Chris. I don't want to well, hear about we it. do have to use a snow shovel and a rake to pick up yeah. the pile of poop. There you go. There you go. Yeah, That's any, what I'm talking to you about. It's all for free, yes. We do it because uh, we get the same feel-goods that other people do, so that is our payment.
Well, now, let's go a little further. Your dog even has its own book. Am I correct? Yes, he does. What's the name of your dog's book? His, uh, it's named the uh, Alvin, the Volunteer Therapy Dog. And we had uh, several people along the way tell us, oh, you should write a book about Alvin. He does such wonderful things. He's such a neat dog. He takes kids riding these wagons. There's all kinds of things that he does. And we had an author actually uh, question us about doing that book. Uh, so we did, we did tell her that there was just one stipulation was that the money had to go back into the community for animals in need. So uh, what we wanted most from the book and children reading the book is for them to realize how important volunteering is in their community. There's always something they can do. So that was the number one thing, and then, and then also it's a fundraiser for animals in need. Well, let me ask you something, little sister. If somebody wants that book, how can they get it? Because we've got people listening to us right now all over the world. I mean, hundreds of thousands of people listen to our show. How could they get a copy of this book? Well, Alvin has his own Facebook fan club page. It's called Alvin's Therapy Fan Club on Facebook. And they can either reach me there or I can give an email address of mine. That is well, o you can go ahead and give it right now if you like. O-L-L-I-M-O-2-5 at AOL.com. And I will be glad to send out books. Um, we've sold uh, about 450 so far since November, and we have been lucky enough to raise enough funds to help with uh, four different uh, areas of dogs in need. One is our local shelter. We're building a grooming area for them. Another is a wildlife rehab in our area that needs an aviary for their birds of prey that um, are going to be education uh, for the schools as well. And um, so that's where we've been going with this, and we want to continue to be able to use the funds for the animals in need. Julie, uh, this is yes. John. Uh, Grizz told me to keep my mouth shut, but <laughs> yeah, I really. <laughs> but that's it. I can't. But okay, you can't keep his mouth shut. I can't. I'm sorry, Lou. So a, cu- that's cu- the way John is. a couple of things. First of all, the email address that you gave out is too complicated. We need something simple or a way to find you. Um, and then after that, I want to make another comment. But go ahead. If you just what what is your email address? O L L I M O. What's that? What the heck is that? Well, it just, start- <laughs> What's the name? Just tell just say shut it. up and take it down. We had two, we like had that. two dogs um, that were our therapy dogs way back, and their name was Oliver and Mo. Okay. So that's Ollie where Mo. that came from. And at the time we set okay. up our email, one of them was two years old and the other was five years okay, old. Okay, so it's, it's so Ollie. So there is a reason. So that's Ollie Mo. Is that what you're saying? Ollie Mo. Okay, all right. And the two five. All right. Ollie Mo two five. All right. right. All right. Well, and, that, that makes it a little bit easier because, you know, people don't write this stuff down. Right. For, well, course, Alvin's Therapy Fan Club page probably is the easiest way. Okay. You do have to join the club because we did have people... Um, Trying to sell sunglasses and things on his. Oh, okay. All so, right. um, and, the, and the face page is what? Facebook? Alvin Therapy Fan Club. Alvin Therapy Fan Club. Yes. 
Okay. Well, let's, John, let's just make it a whole lot easier. If you guys want to get a book, you want to do it, go to fishtalkradio.com. Tell us you want a book or go to asobproduction.com. We'll see that you there get you it if you don't have a pen and paper. There okay, you go. Okay, go ahead, John. Right. We simplified that. Okay, one, one other thing I wanted to say is that, uh, Julie, I speak dog. Um, I mean, I, honestly, I mean, I can talk and communicate with dogs, but cats, uh, you know, f- forget that. It's like, you know, you know, for, they do have a different uh, well, well, no, no, a, a, a dog has a master. A cat has a slave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. But anyway, different story. But no, dogs are, you know, they're just uh, as far as therapeutic and caring and wonderful. Yeah, that's wonderful that you do. Anyway, we have to get out of here. we got uh, about 10 seconds left. Any, any of the last real quick, Chris? No, Ten. I just want to tell the whole world that you got to meet my sister on the radio show. I love her. She's an angel, and there's a special place in heaven for her. Okay, thank you, Julie. Thank you. All righty, baby. All right, bye-bye. Okay. Fall and winter season is here and time for some fantastic fishing. The trout and bass are biting, a quick drive from the valleys below. We have some great boat rentals to choose from or bring your own. Visit LakeGregoryRecreation.com for information. LakeGregoryRecreation.com. That's LakeGregoryRecreation.com. If your feet are happy, you are happy. Soft Science Supreme Comfort Outdoor Footwear will give you happy feet. Durable, lightweight, and supportive. Soft Science Footwear is designed for boating, fishing, or everyday comfort and performance. With history of highest quality, you will be proud to own this revolutionary footwear. SoftScience.com has many types and styles you need to check out. Invest in quality footwear, and you will be happy for many years. Find out why at SoftScience.com. The road stretches for miles in front of you. And with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best-in-class 25 miles per gallon highway. So your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first-ever back-to-back Motor Trend Truck of the Year. Guts. Glory. Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 MPG highway based on V6 4x2. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. 
It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in the studio. And we have a couple of very special guests. Well, one of them not so special because he's on all the time. <laughs> Just kidding, Grizz. You are special. Yeah, uh, that's all right, John. You're coming down here pretty soon. Uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow, and you're going to take me. Yeah, uh, you just keep it up, and you're going. To, I'm going to put you in the airboat and throw you through the back. End. Well, we're going to be doing some uh, uh, dove hunting and duck hunting, but I think I'll stand behind you, not in front of you. Not that I don't well, trust you, but anyway, uh, I'm really excited about that, and hopefully, we'll have a chance to talk some more about it. But we also on the line with this. We have another special guest who's only been on a couple of times, even though she is, uh, let's say, the woman behind the, the screen that makes everything happen. And, of course, we know who that would be, right, don't we, Mark? We do. Okay, and who is that, Mark? Trish is awesome. Trish is here on the phone with us. Trish. Uh, Hello. <laughs> hey, Trish. First of all, give us an idea about what your job is. Okay. It's it's easy. I am the SoCal uh, marketing person for the California Parks Company. It's my job to get people excited to do things outdoors. What an awesome job I have. There you go. So, yeah, yeah. So we have several locations throughout California. We have about 24. Uh, plus, we do have a location at Silver Falls in Oregon. But mm-hmm. my job specifically is, is really handling this. I'm a Southern Belle. So mm. the south of California, just kidding. Anyway, but yeah, so uh, we have several properties that mm-hmm. I do marketing and events for. Well, um, first of all, it can be confusing because it's called SoCalParks.com. Uh, but no, it's it's Cal, it's actually CalParks. Oh, Co-Dark. CalParks, right? Okay, mm-hmm. but it has nothing to do with the state of California. Correct. So the California State Parks. Or, pardon me, the California, now I'm getting confused. California Parks Company, we are a concessionaire. So mm-hmm. we just manage and operate uh, either RV resorts, marinas, campgrounds, day resorts, mostly lakes, and um, some campgrounds that don't have any water features. But, mm. yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Grizz, I just put a cookie in my mouth. I shouldn't do that. No, you shouldn't. I know. I've been accused. Anyway, sorry about that, everybody. But the the the, the Cal Parks Company, again, even though it's Cal Parks, it has nothing to do with California, the state of California. It's their, it's an independent concessionaire that operates uh, twenty. Would you say twenty four different uh, um, marinas or campgrounds? Yeah, so it's, it's different types of properties, but for the most part, we uh, it's campgrounds and marinas. That's mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, 
if anybody across the United States, you know, they may not pay that much attention to the weather in California, but we've had some very interesting times. And if you don't mind kind of going back over that, mm-hmm. is that, uh, you know, you know, we've been in a, uh, a quick comment on the side. It's some re- for some reason, people seem to think that everything goes in a straight line. It doesn't. Uh, real estate prices or, you know, a stock market or the price of gold or whatever it is, it goes up and down. The weather and the climate also, it's cyclical. And things, you know, no, and nothing goes in a straight line. Well, we've been in a, a one of the worst droughts in history for, what, last six years in Southern California? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, beginning in where I live in Santa Barbara, our local lake uh, that we depend on for water and for recreation, beginning in December was at 8%, maybe less than 8% of capacity. Now it's at 42%. And, you know, this is like, you know, record setting. And, you know, if if things continue to go the way they're going to go, which, of course, they're not, you know, we could fill up in one year. But uh, what about the rest of California? So what we've experienced, especially up north, what's what's funny is you know we've been having the drought rail praying for water and doing the yeah. water dance. Mm-hmm. Well, now we've now we got the water. We're like, stop, stop! Okay. We're Californians. We don't know what we want here. We're mm-hmm. like so confused when it comes to water. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, our, our northern lakes are absolutely full like Shasta and uh, just that whole that whole area our Lake Comanche we've got water Chabot um, Los Quiros uh, we actually have some water coming into our, our Lake Nascimento hmm. um, <clears throat> and then what's really cool for the for the south uh, Lake Hemet which is mm-hmm. gorgeous in the San Jacinto mountain range. It was pretty low. Uh, still, you know, recreation, you can have fun. Well, we just gained 10 vertical feet. Wow. So we don't even know what to do with ourselves because we had all this, uh, mm-hmm. we, we've had to move a lot of our, our camp sites. We've had to move our water park. We've had to do a lot of adjustments because we're, we're not used to water. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of nuts, but um, we're expecting a really fantastic year for uh, people that like to, you know, come and travel with their RVs. We've yeah. got our, our families that love camping. They're going to have some a lot of fun at our parks this wow. year. So we're really excited. That is exciting. And some of the, you know some of the ones you're talking about, I I know about. Just out of curiosity, well, there, there's mm-hmm. been news recently about Oroville, which is you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mm-hmm. I didn't realize it's the tallest dam in the United States, and it's uh, yeah. it's earthen. It's not you know it's not like Hoover Dam. But uh, how big is Shasta compared to Oroville? You know, I I actually don't know the um, I know it's big yeah. that, but I know I mean Shasta is huge. Uh, there's actually, we have a trinity of, of campgrounds and things around there, but I, I don't know any mm-hmm. specific numbers. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I know it's big, but Grizz that lives in La Paz, he doesn't even know what we're talking about, but you can comment, Grizz, if you want. Well, I'm having a great time just listening to you guys. Okay. <laughs> but it is, uh, the other thing is, um, 
of course, Fish Talk Radio, We sometimes we talk a little bit about fish, but not always. But when you get this much water, when you go from, you know, let's say 10% to 90%, how does that affect the fishing? I mean, is it... Uh, uh, you know, is it, does it make it more difficult because there's less fish per cubic foot or whatever you, however you do it? I don't know. Have you ever heard of fishing in a barrel? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I could say that since we do have more water coming in, we've been doing a lot of major fish plants, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, the fishing's good at our locations, but I I, I couldn't say um, expertly, you know, what the difference is other than, you know, mm-hmm. I think that we do have some pretty happy fish right now. Yeah. Yeah. No, and, and again, I think within, uh, oh, probably, you know, the, the other thing, um, Trish, is that especially in our local lake, you know, where the water level was so low mm-hmm. that the, what used to be the shoreline, Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it became vegetation. And as the water comes up, that vegetation becomes habitat. Right. So that, you know, things like, uh, you know, perch and, you know, different types of species that like to have uh, some cover, which this next year is going to be incredible. And it's going to breed, you know, a lot of, uh, um, a lot of fish that we haven't seen for a long time because... Uh, you know the the, it's, the lake has never hadn't been that low since it was built, but with all this uh, uh, the lack of water and the increased shoreline where all these shrubs and grass and trees and stuff could grow up, that for the next couple of years it's going to be awesome. I I agree. Okay. There'll always there'll be more food, more structure, and everything for the fish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that uh, always works good. I mean, anytime you got that, where it goes down and then everything grows up, and then the next thing the water level goes up. I mean, you become a, a com- mm-hmm. create a habitat that's incredible for the small fry fish. Yeah, and then the big boys go in hunting. There you supper. go. All right. Uh, anyway, Trish, uh, mm-hmm. we've only we've got just a short amount of time left. But is there anything that you can suggest about different uh, parks that you have that you might suggest that people want to pay more attention to? I know it's a difficult question because you've got such great stuff. Yeah, yeah, we do. So uh, if people like the redwood forest area, we've got Big Basin, and we have some really cool uh, kind of tent lodging. It's kind of like a tent cabin. And uh, so we what, have a, a lot what? of people a pet that cabin? really like to come and, and visit a us tent. there. Oh, tent cabin. Okay, all right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, in fact, if people go to, to cowparksco.com, all of our all of our uh, locations are listed, and, and they offer so many different types of, of like I said, camping, or, or we have cabins at, uh, let's see, so over at Drake's Bad Guest Ranch, we have our big, huge lodge hospitality area. We have horseback riding uh, at our... Lassen Recreation, you'll find a lot of fantastic camping. So if you like camping, that's a great place to go. Uh, Manzanita 
lake, our, our camping area there, we do have the cabins that are absolutely adorable. In fact, Lake Hemet in the, in Southern California, we are, we just got 10 cabins, uh, lake, lake view cabins, although they're almost lakefront cabins yeah. now that wow. the water's coming yeah. up. Uh, so, <clears throat> okay. but if you, if people have the RV, well, then Vail okay. Lake Resort. Well, and obviously, California. Trish, the music's coming on, so that means we're oh. going off. But okay. uh, go to calparks.com, correct? Calparksco.com. Okay, C-A-L-P-A-R-K-S-C-O.com. You got it. Thank you. Appreciate your help. 